Welcome to From Cork with Love Adventure, the only programme from Cork, Ireland, in which you can hear what it's like to be Irish in Cork from the point of view of a totally unrepresentative man. This is Paul Amani welcoming you to the latest episode. This is the first time I've hitched a horse box to a car in ages. And when I say ages, I mean about six months or something like that. It certainly feels like ages. And you know what happened? My daughter, who's 13, did everything, really. All I had to do was reverse the car back into the right position. And she guided me and sit in the car and move it a quarter of an inch. Well, I suppose what I really mean is you know, half a half a foot, six inches back and three inches forward to manoeuvre it into the right position so she could then do the the winding up and the winding down and the attachment of everything. I did nothing except then uh, put my foot on the brake so that she could check to make sure that the brake lights were showing up on the back of the horse box and then flick the uh, indicator right and the indicator left. And then uh, we drove up and I nearly forgot that I had a horse box on the back. We drove over the blocks that were holding the horse box in place. Fortunately, there was that didn't have any bad consequences she led the way into the into the stables and handed me the saddle the reins the uh, hat the riding hat and the crop and uh, all this while it was raining now i do have a waterproof in the car but it was all we were doing everything so quickly that uh, I decided it, it, it would take too long to put it on. So I'm a bit damp now. The car's a little bit damp too. And here comes the pony and I better get out to see if I can help. The, we had a little break there while the pony uh, Indo was uh, put into the horse box. And you know, I haven't seen him. I haven't been close to him. For months now, my daughter prefers me not to be near her when she's riding and doing her riding practice. But I gave the pony a kiss. I really, it felt really nice to be back in close contact with him. Now the pony is a bit, uh, getting a bit um, out of her league. She needs a bigger pony, but that can always. Yeah, she she wanted me to. Untie a knot. I don't know if she did get it untied. Oh, she did. She did. I loosened it a bit. I've got long thumbnails, but um, and uh, anyway, she is the great thing about this, and the reason I'm sort of spelling this out, I suppose, is that I'm really pleased that she has increasingly got in charge of what she's doing, and that I'm purely. I was going to say a stable hand, but I'm not a stable hand. Purely an extra pair of hands. And I say to her, OK, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Tell me what to do. And she does. She tells me what to do. I don't have to... 
think about what we should be doing because she's thinking about that. And this is one of the great things I think about having to do with ponies at, at this age or at a young age. You become responsible. You have to become responsible. You can't be dependent on other people to do everything. You have to learn what has to be done. You have to learn safety. You have to learn organization. You have to learn time management. She took a look in here and said, do we have time for me to go and get hay? And she quickly looked and said, yes, we do. And uh, so she do. I don't have to um, be the one who says, you know, either hurry up or we'll have to get a move on. And here she's back with the hay, having to stuff hay into a, what do you call it, a, a container, a, a net, into a, into a hay net. Hey, what you Well, you were kind of lucky, Louie didn't get out of the back there. Mm-hmm. When you up. Oh, God. No, I put my hand through and made sure they didn't. Let's go. Right, we're going. I just need to remember not to go too fast. Yeah. Oh, do you have to go back and do the... Do the cold. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, leaving here has a cold. Okay, you don't have to go that far back. Okay. That should be fine. I find it a bit tricky to judge. I know it's easy. It looks, it looks a lot. It looks like it's coming a lot closer than it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my fingers are so numb. Now, you started to tell me said to you, tell me when we're in yeah, the Yeah, and um, if he Why ever comes in and there's tack in the back, and if he ever climbs out of the boot and comes in here, I don't want his paws all over my tack. So instead of just telling him, opening the boot and telling him to come back out, let him out the front, let him out the front and then bring him around. Okay. Because I don't like his paws all over my tack. Well, considering the effort you put in, to uh, keeping your tack in good condition. Uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Will you put on the demister for me? Yeah. Thanks. Oh, oh, oh. Do you want me to put on your heated seats? Oh yeah, why not? God, it feels, it's not winter or anything no, like that. It feels weird because now we're finally putting back on, on the heated seats. It's like, mm. Well, we yeah. had the warmest summer that you know, any of us can remember, possibly the warmest. And we had the coldest spring. What kind of winter do you think we're going to have? That's what I'm asking myself. Yeah. You know? We had the coldest... Like, climate change is really true. I mean, when would you ever think that we're going to get, like, you know, knee-high snow in the middle of spring and, like, you know, heat wave, like... You're gonna get burnt if you go outside without sun cream, kind of summer. Well, do you know, by the way, when the record for heat in Ireland was? No. 1877. Wow. And did we pass it? Did I, we I beat it? Know, it was, uh, what was it? Uh, let me just think. It was 30. I think it was 32.4. We, we were, and the we highest were the... was 32, this year was 32.2. Oh, damn. I think, I 
think it was just a tiny bit, maybe maybe only point one of a difference. I don't know when they started keeping records, but they keep records every year since I don't know the mid nineteenth century or something. Well, we had like the stormiest storms, and we had the coldest springs, had the hottest summers. Wow, I wonder what we're gonna have this year. I mean, are we gonna have another storm, Ophelia, or are we going to have like a nice, relaxed, kind of like you know, just rainy winter? Well, we had Brona, although Brona wasn't much, was Brona it? Brona wasn't much at all. And we had the tail end of uh, Alley, yeah. which was quite bad in Ireland in some places. I didn't see that. I know, but it wasn't uh, it a woman. Yeah, but you remember, did you hear about the woman who got, uh, who was in a caravan, an American woman in a caravan, I go right, don't I? Yeah. An American woman in a caravan over in the west of Ireland, and the caravan got blown over the cliff. Oh my god, did she, she die? Killed. She was killed. Oh my god. Oh, it was terrible. Why were you in a caravan on the side of a cliff? Well, without seeing the place, I don't know how far the... I know, you'd think... Cool. But I think that the... The gusts of wind were shockingly high. A hundred and... Fifty kilometers an hour. Is a lot, and I think the the uh, what do you call it? The, um, the 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 caravan fell 20 feet. Oh my God! And in a sort of a way, I mean, 20 feet's a lot, but she might have been unlucky because I don't know if this is true. Oh, there's somebody going to. No. They pigs, do you think? Either pigs or hens. They had a hound on my way out to Monbon Wood the, um, this week. They had a hound uh, sale or a hound show in a field. Wow. A whole lot of cars parked on, I don't know if you remember, the, the, the bridge basically, or near the bridge over the motorway. Get us some music, will you? There is some music on. Just to get going. What's top of the charts? Do you know? No. Do any of your friends follow the charts? Like, you know, really in a big way? No. You can get them on Spotify though. Oh, the Spotify charts. No. No? They're the charts charts, like the actual top 50. Oh, right. They have the global one, they have the Irish one, and yeah. Where do you get them? did it actually while you were um oh my god dad it's still recording oh turn it off put the hit the middle button i could kill the dog i really could louis good as gold now in the back of this car we arrived here in maryville equestrian center where there are four uh, horse riding pony riding rings 
and there is a you know competitions all over the place here they're not all that many people to be honest and uh, the weather is crap my daughter gets out and goes off and pays the entry money for the competition and we have as usual whenever we've come here a long wait that's fine no problem about that so i take the uh, dog for a walk no problem about that on a lead of course because you know that's the way you have to keep your dogs here anyway i go and have a decide right i've had long enough chatting to a very nice man about his son who's a jockey has gone off to be a jockey finished his schooling early i would say weighs very little weight and is very short five foot three his father was agreed with me and i agreed with his father that that was a very very tough life anyway we're chatting away he knew what the dog was a llewellyn setter and we talked about you know he'd had them as a gun dog and everything like that and very very couldn't be nicer man he even had me and he's five foot nine guessing his weight and i said to him look any man with a bit of sense when asked by a woman well, do you think this looks good on me knows exactly what to say and I said, there's no way I'm going to guess what weight you are. And anyway, he pressed me, pressed me, and uh, I uh, guessed. And I was three stone under his actual weight. And then we talked about about blood pressure and cholesterol. And we got around to sugar and a woman joined in talking about sugar and plastics. We talked about Coca-Cola and salt and all that it was a great conversation and then eventually i said look i better go and get a cup of tea that's what i'm dying for and I'll, good luck and i went off with the dog and everything seemed fine tied him up outside the cafe if you like it's kind of cafe here not not really a kind of pop-up cafe you'd call it anyway he was fine for a while and i was up ordering my cup of tea the next minute well, it was a while waiting for my cup of tea. I was chatting to a woman who had a lot of chips and she was saying she'd been here since half eight in the morning and she was eating chips and uh, she said, well, I... Anyway, she's been here long. I have only been here a short time, so I decided I wasn't buying my chips yet. Anyway, then it started. Then it started. In earnest, the dog barked. Oh, yes, he barked. And he didn't stop barking. And I thought, well, I mustn't go out and uh, reward him by going and, pay and paying attention to him. But I'll sit here where he'll see me. And he might be a lot calmer when he sees where I am. No good. No good at all. Eventually I went out, patted him on the head. He stopped and all that. And I spoke gently to him and I went back inside and he just carried on. So eventually it got so persistent. I mean, it didn't actually go up and... Well, he did a bit of whimpering as well. He got so persistent. The people inside in the cafe were not bothered at all, really. They're all dog people, I'd say. And they know what it's like. But anyway, my daughter arrived in and she said, Dad, will you take him out of here? And basically she <laughs> insisted or persisted. Anyway, it worked. I've taken him back here to the car. I'm sitting in the car now drinking out of a disposable one-use mug or cup which is not particularly recyclable anyway 
I'm sitting here drinking a cup of tea, which is still hot enough for me to get some satisfaction out of it. But there, that's why I'm saying I could kill this dog. did that take us? Um, just to just to park the horse box. Fifteen? I think. Well I've been worse. I've been there for 40 minutes. The problem is I only get it right by accident. I don't I haven't had half enough practice. Cool. So how many of you are going to Isabel's tomorrow? That was from Cork with Love Adventure, sponsored by Nobody. This is your host, Paul O'Mani, saying I hope it was worth your while listening. Bye for now.